you will get what you say. Say in agreement with me. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus. I have understanding that I cannot grasp your mystery and your revelation with my natural mind alone. Therefore, in the name of Jesus, I tap into the ministry of the Holy Spirit and I ask that I be helped to understand the mysteries of God's revelation. As pastor shares, beyond what he says, I will hear your voice. Thank you, Father. Therefore, today, I agree that there is an abundant supply of your spirit. And there is a walking of faith. There is a hearing of faith. And there is a walking of miracles. Thank you, precious Father. We receive this done in Jesus' name. Come on, clap about to somebody. Alright, one more thing before you have your seats. We're going to turn in our Bibles to Psalm 1. We're going to read from verse 1 to 6. This time around, the New Living Translation. The New Living Translation. We have studied from the King James and Amplified. And so we want to look at another thing. Again, I need to let you know again that it's not another Bible. It's just that language changes. Praise God. Language changes. Can we please rise to our feet? Thank you. Can I tell you something? There is power in unity. The bread and the lamb that they ate in Egypt, before they left Egypt, they did this at the same time, the same way, and it's powerful. They ate it standing. God is always giving corporate instructions. I'm going to have you sit very soon. I do not intend to punish you, but let's always reverence God's word. Is that clear? Alright, let's read from verse 1, Psalm 1. Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked, or stand around the sinners, or join with mockers. But they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. They are like trees planted along the river bank, bearing fruit each season. Their leaves never wither. And they prosper in all they do. Let's stop for now. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name. Let's have our seats. God bless you. I'm going to start from verse 1 to begin to exegete. Today, I'm sharing a very controversial topic. Very, very controversial. If you judge me before you listen to me, and you've concluded before you listen to me, you may not be blessed this morning. Everywhere there are people, there are crooks. Everywhere there is money, there are towels. So everywhere you see a place like church, where there are people or where there is money, you are going to also have people you could refer to as fake pastors. But the fact that there is a fake makes me know there is real. It's not possible for you to see a $10,000 bill because there is no real. So you couldn't see the fake because the real does not exist. So anytime you see the fake, it's because the real exists. When you see people you call fake pastors because they have manipulated God's people in terms of what they call prosperity, um, doesn't mean that it, it doesn't exist in your wheel. The wheel God wrote down for you. Your book of covenant. 
Now, I cannot over-talk about what belongs to you, except I see it over your life. So, we're going to be talking about a very, as a matter of fact, I titled it in a controversial way to catch your attention. Today, we're sharing on what I've titled, Money Miracles. Money Miracles. And before I start to preach, because this is not an academic atmosphere, the preaching is the power to push you into the reality. Therefore, I prophesy that starting from today, you will begin to experience money miracles. Except it's not part of your covenant. God does not confirm a pastor. God does not confirm emotions. God confirms his word. If what I'm about to share is God's word, by next Sunday, this altar will be full of people that would have experienced the grace for money miracles in the name of Jesus Christ. All the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked. It was Kenneth Copland that helped me to know the full meaning of wicked. Wicked does not mean that you are you kill people. It's from the Hebrew word weak. And it talks about people that are not in line with God's word. So when they talk about wicked, immediately there is nobody that would agree that they are wicked. The Bible says every man proclaim his own goodness, but a faithful man who can find. Anybody who is not in line or in concordination with God's word is referred to from God's word as the wicked. So when the Bible says the joy of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked is talking about your closest friends who give you advice that is not in line with God's word. Including our parents. The Bible says we should follow and obey our parents when they are in the Lord. Anytime they operate outside the confines of God's word, Bible refers to that advice as the advice of the wicked. Or this man does not stand around with sinners. It doesn't mean he doesn't walk with them. It doesn't mean that he doesn't interact with them. God doesn't want us to go extinct or to be isolated. But he wants us to be insulated in the midst of this dying world. The Bible says he doesn't operate in the principles of sinners. The way he operates his relationship is different. The way he handles his money is different. His language, his diction, his belief system, his paradigm... The way he thinks is different. He does not conform himself to the dictates of this world, but he has made up his mind to be transformed by the renewing of his mind. The word renew is from the Greek word anachinosis. Gnosis is knowledge. Anachai means to reprogram yourself the moment you are born again. You can't afford to think the way you used to think when you are an unbeliever. You can't afford to operate the way you used to operate. Why, Pastor Bearden? Because if you do, your results will not be different from when you are an unbeliever. So we have a bunch of Christians in church who have been Christians for a long time. As a matter of fact, the word born again is a title, B.A., behind their name. B.A. That's all people know. They are born again. No result of the kingdom in their lives because the principles with which they have run their lives or they run their lives is not in line with the way Jesus has said to run our lives. Now let me say this to you. There's a huge difference. There is a yawning gulf 
between you meeting the person of Jesus and operating in the principles of Jesus. Immediately you are born again. No one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Spirit of God. So you are already born again because the Spirit of God is already at work in your life. Immediately you are born again. The next thing you should ask or to find out is the principles with which you ought to live the life you have just received. Who is understanding what the Lord is saying to them? Therefore this man is blessed not because he's tall. Nobody's name was put there because your name can be put there. This man is blessed not because of the family he came from. This man is blessed not because of the town he resides. He's blessed because of the things he does not do. Number one, he doesn't listen to the advice of the wicked. Number two, he doesn't stand in the principles or walk in the principles of sinners. Number three, he does not join with mockers. And I explained to you how that wherever mockers are, there is strife. And anywhere there is strife, the Holy Ghost exits. The blessing at work upon your life will shut down when you walk in strife. Let me tell you something. No matter the pain, let go. No matter what they did to you, forget about it. Because strife, that spirit is very subtle. Very subtle. The moment you begin to allow strife in your life, it will shut down the blessing. And we explain that every believer is blessed. But you need to learn how to put it to work. You are blessed, you are like someone that has table tennis with butterfly bats or your soccer bats. Nice stuff, but there's no egg. And it's been trying to play it with stone, but it wasn't designed to operate with stone. Your heart of stone walking in strife will shut down the blessing. But this delight is in the law of the Lord. When you hear the law of the Lord, it does not refer to the law of Moses. It talks about the word of God. What does he do with the word? He meditates on it. It's thinking about the promise of God. So number one, what we can see here is that the promise you do not know, you can't walk in. You may stumble into it, but you stumble out. The promise you do not know was yours. You need to know it. You need to be thinking about it. 2 Corinthians 3.18 As we are beholding meditation with an open face, we are beholding as in a mirror. When you looked at the mirror this morning, did you see me there? You couldn't see me. Because whenever you look into the mirror, Whatever looks into the mirror is what the person who looks will see. You will see yourself. Bible says when you look at the Bible, see the Bible as a mirror. When you look into any promise, see yourself in the promise. And the Bible uses one word, beholding. Not beheld, not behold. With an unveiled face. Why? Because there was a glory revealed in the Old Testament that the glory was too shiny that they had to cover with a veil. The face of Moses when he brought the Ten Commandments. They had to cover. But right now, because we've been accepted in the beloved, God says now with an open face, you don't need anybody to hear God for you. Now with an open face, beholding. And there is an attitude with which you should behold, like a mirror. When I'm about to go in front of a mirror, I'm not expecting to see someone else. I'm expecting to see me. And guess what? I'm expecting to see me the way I am. 
So the promises in the Bible is who you are. The Bible says, as he is, so are we going to be, so are we. Now, you may not see the manifestation yet, but you must believe the unseen reality. It's a reality, but not seen. Not your neighbor's a neighbor. So what's your name? Tell them. Say, so did you know that there's someone somewhere in New Zealand who does not know that you exist? But you are real. But they didn't know you exist. Maybe one day you travel to Dubai and then the person from New Zealand travels and then you met at the same lounge. And you are 40 years old. She is 38 years old. And you met. Oh, nice meeting you. This person has been existing for 38 years. You just didn't know. The reality, but unseen. So the mirror tells me who I am, not who I'm going to be. It doesn't show me what I'm going to be if I appear naked in front of the mirror. I see myself naked. Talk to me. Bible says the word is a mirror. So when you see a scripture in the Bible, and it says you are the head and not the tail, that's you. It doesn't matter your experience. That is you. That's who you are. Bible says, as you are beholding. Look at what the Bible says. Bible says, you are changed. Look at the word. You are being transformed to what? The same image you saw. So you look at the mirror, you look at yourself. Ah, it's different. But as you are looking, just keep looking. You just change to the same image. And Bible tells you, it doesn't happen. Boom! It's from glory to glory. And it tells you who is responsible. It says, the spirit of the Lord. You don't need to struggle for it. So our job is beholding. The job of the Holy Spirit is transforming. What this man does is go back to someone. He meditates day and night. Beholding day and night. Looking at that scripture. Wow. My needs are supplied according to his riches. So it's not according to the work I do. It's according to his riches. But it's not like that right now. But he keeps beholding. My needs are met. Not according to the town I reside, but according to his riches. Before you know what's happening, after like a week, you are changing to the same thing. The reality of that word is not apparent in your life. Can you see that you and I are the ones stopping ourselves? Some of you, when you want to open your Bible in church, they say, turn into the book of Nahum. You now want to open to Nahum. The Bible says, ah, ah, bros. No, 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 no. You, you, when last did you open me? And now you want to come to church and start? No, 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 no. You want to hide things from 21st century Christians? Put it in the Bible. A lot of Christians don't study their Bibles. That is why we are not working in the reality and the level of the power we ought to walk in. So what does this man do? He do no wonder he doesn't stand in the path of sinners. No wonder he doesn't listen to the advice of the ungodly. Too late, I already started to meditate on God's word. I know what the word says. So I can't leave what the word says and follow your advice. So when your aunt, who is divorced, you met me in Abuja here, you better shine your eye. Where, where? That boy you're following. You were 80% of Baba, their hairs are scattered. You know, the one guy wanted to cut my hair. He came and I said, ah, like this? Yeah, Pastor, let me just try. And he tried. So it doesn't apply to Baba's. Verse 3, the Bible says, He shall be like a tree planted along the riverbanks, bearing his fruit in a season. I wanted you to take cognizance. I'm getting somewhere with this. 
is exactly planted. Why? No information information was given. It was planted by the rivers of water. So location in the spirit is very important. Planted by the rivers of water. Bearing its fruits in its season. I used to think bearing its fruit in H-I-S, God's season. No. Its fruit in its season. So I never run ahead of my time. I never lag behind. When I ought to graduate, I graduate. When I ought to get a job, I get a job. When I ought to get married, I get married. Why? Because I'm in line with God's word. My life is syncopated with God's will for my life. Even when I have a delay, Bible says this kind of man shall not be afraid of evil news. He is ever trusting the Lord. He knows that he has led his life according to God's word. So he knows that delay is not denial. Can somebody shout hallelujah? hallelujah. Let me quickly say this to you. One day I had, I had money. I wanted to buy a car. I love cars. Praise God. If you need to pray for me, just pray for me for deliverance against cars. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I really, would be, I really wanted to buy that car. I had money for it. So, but my wife just whispered to me and said, I don't think you should buy this car right now. So I listened to her. I was pained. What, driving home, I felt bad. Because we traveled out of the country to buy the car. I mean, to do something and then wanted to buy the car. And then later, I, the Holy Spirit just spoke to me, listen to your wife, so I did. Now, I've not bought the car right now. But by the time I'm going to buy the car, it's going to be the latest model. Had I bought that car, the latest model would have come out. And my own would have been obsolete. So whenever God delays it, the one that is coming... Look at your neighbor saying your testimony is delayed. It's because it's going to be the latest. If you believe it, shout hallelujah. It shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, bearing its fruit in its season. Whose leaf also does not wither. Look at the New Living Translation. Verse 3. Whose leaf does not wither? His leaf does not wither. The leaves never wither. Have you met people before who were doing well? And then you saw them. Maybe your father's friend, a former minister, former politician. Ah, the whole road used to shut down when this man was in position. But because he was operating under another system, the Bible says this tree does not wither. And then you met the former politician walking on the road. What happened to you, sir? Say, ah, such is life. Of course, such is life. Because the Bible says a man born of woman is a few days and that life is full of troubles that's the life of a natural man observe this tree this is where i'm going this tree is different from every other tree now look at this what is the major source of water for trees rain rain assume a tree was planted in this compound what would be the source of water and nutrients rain now there is dry season there is rainy season so in dry seasons leaves wither from trees if you saw flowers on them those flowers drop and they struggle for a while but the bible says this tree this tree should be arrested this tree should be suspected all year round 
bearing fruits in its season. And his leaf does not wither. Can you imagine how luscious the branch should be? Because the leaf doesn't wither. It's evergreen. What is the secret of this tree? This tree has another source different from other trees. Every other tree depends on rain. But it is planted by the river banks. So there's an invisible source. The tree, if you will, is under another economy. So when the whole world is saying there is recession, oh, things aren't working. Even the US, I mean the world power, England, everything is nosediving. There's a downturn in the economy. This tree says, well, I may have trials for a while. I'm not teaching you a life without challenges. I may have trials for a while, but because of the location beside the water, its leaf does not wither. Can I prophesy to you? This is the least you will ever be. How do I know? Because I can read. Because I can read. I can read the words from him who cannot lie. It says, but... Proverbs 4.18 does not start with the part. It says, but... It was talking about the life of the wicked. And it gets to verse 18 of Proverbs 4. It says, but the path of the just is like a shining light that shines ever brighter onto the perfect day. If this is true, this is the least you will ever be. You will never have a better yesterday. Your leave will never wither. And the Bible says, look at verse 3. It says, whatever this tree does, prospers. They prosper in all they do. They prosper. New Living Translation. They prosper in all they do. They prosper. Can you please shoot it up? My picture is not as, as important as the scripture. Read it. The last part. Ready, read. They prosper in all they do. Now, please find out what the Bible does not say. Bible does not say the pastor prospers. They, talking about a people, a commonwealth, a kingdom, citizens prosper in some of the things they do. In all they do. But look at what the Bible says in verse 4. It says, but the wicked are not so. But the, not the wicked. That should tell you there is a yawning gulf. There's a dichotomy between the righteous, the blessed, and the wicked. So when you pick up the newspaper, you cannot evaluate your life by what you saw on the headline of the newspaper. Because you are that tree. You are under another economy. If you do not believe this, it will not work in your life. I believe this with the whole of my heart. Listen, the devil made a mistake. I believed it for almost 20 years. And there is nothing that can stop me from believing this. I got here by believing this. Glory be to God. The weekend are not so. So your cousins, some of you just got to Abuja, you met some people here. And they're telling you, oh, Abuja is hard though. <laughs> you, you want to be staying in Wuse? You better go and start from Guagwaza. <laughs> and then they say, where are you living? They say, I live in Abuja, but you are living in Niger State. Or you are living in so-so-so place. Now, if that's what the Lord chooses for you for now, you do it. Because the best place to be 
is to be where God wants you to be. Like that, I'm not bothered. But if it's that God has provision for me, I am now living under that provision. Ah, no. Each your Bible say no. No, 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 no. But the wicked are not so. They are like worthless chaff scattered by the wind. The wind and the tide of the seasons will never blow you away. I love the way a version puts it. I think it's message or amplifier. It says it's like a tree firmly planted. So it's not just a November prophecy. That is my life. And that's your life. Can somebody shout hallelujah? Somebody say, I'm under another economy. In the name of Jesus. I love verse 3 of our of message translation. Message translation says, always in bluesom. Always in bluesom. Always. Not sometimes. Folks, I want you to believe this. If you do not believe this, you will never experience it. You get to heaven, you are happy you are in heaven, but you now see that this is true and you will not have the chance to come back to the earth to live this life I'm telling you. Tap your neighbor say, this is the blessed life. Say, I may have trials. It doesn't exempt me from trials. But the word problem is from the Greek word probe alane. Come on, talk to me. The word problem is from the Greek word probe alane. It means to throw me forward. So problems may come, but it will only throw me forward. Say challenges may come. They will only be channels to my blessings. Can somebody shout hallelujah? But God, who is faithful, 1 Corinthians 10, 13, who will not allow me to be tempted more than what I'm able to bear, and he will, with the temptation, make a way of escape. I, I cannot believe how you're hearing what I'm telling you, and you're just looking like that. Glory be to God. I feel grace all over me. I said it will with the temptation make a way of escape. Every single time the devil is frustrated because he knows that God is not just fair. It's not fair. No matter what he brings, God has a second plan for you. Can somebody shout hallelujah? Say after me, I'm on another economy. Say my, I'm on earth, but I am operating. Under another economy. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. If you were working for an offshore company, maybe American company in Nigeria, did you know that they would pay you in dollars? You're a Nigerian. You live in Nigeria. But because you were employed as an expatriate in your country, they pay you in dollars. All right. Now that dollars has gone up, are you complaining like us or you're excited? What's happening? I'm preaching better than you're responding. Why? Because you are in Nigeria, but you are under another economy. You are in this world, but not of this world. You know, when I'm preparing my sermon, I imagine the best believer that believes God, and I imagine the worst doubter. So I, I raise the bar here, and I raise the bar here. I prepared for you that you will not believe me immediately. Galatians 4, verse 24. As I begin to build up like a lawyer, you know, you make me preach long sermon, because you don't get it, or you, I sense unbelief. Let's start from verse 22. 
Verse 22, Galatians 4. For it is written that Abraham had two sons. Alright? The one by a bondwoman, the other by a free woman. But he who was the bondwoman was born according to the flesh. So when he wants to get his money, it's by flesh. If they do election and he's not in government, he will tell the government there. You will not have lessons like about there. Because that's the only source of money I have. You'll get it next year. Nothing will rest. Because ah, that's the only source. I don't have another covenant. There's nothing, there's nothing like tithing, sowing and reaping. There's nothing like first fruits. No promise. Oh my God. If you're looking at me like this, I'm going to start bragging. And when I get there, I will tell you you cost it. Because I will prove to you. But he who was the, of the bond woman was born according to the flesh. But look at this. He who is of the free woman was born through the promise. And will be sustained through promise. Not flesh. You need to know how your economy works. Every economy has principles. The other day we were in Canada, we crossed from US to Canada and we found out that the tax in the US is different from the tax in Canada. The currencies are different. From Buffalo, beside New York, to, 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 to where's this place, uh, this fall? Niagara. It's just a few minutes. But principles have changed. With things are symbolic for these two covenants. One from Mount Sinai that gives birth to bondage, that's a system, which is agar. Verse 25, verse 25. For this agar is Mount Sinai in Arabia and corresponds to Jerusalem, which now is, and is in bondage with our children. But Jerusalem that is above is free, which is the mother of us all. Can we quickly read the Amplified of verse 26? Please, quickly, quickly. I need to run. But the Jerusalem above the Messianic kingdom. So he's talking about a kingdom. He's talking about a system. It's free. And she's our mother. In other words, we were born into that kingdom. That's the meaning. Okay, go to verse 27. Verse 27. For it is written in the scriptures. Please go back to KJV so that we don't keep, you know. Rejoice, O barren. You who did not bear, break forth and shout, you who are not in labor. For the desolate has more children than she that has a husband. Telling you about the former covenant. Now we, now we, brethren, as Isaac was. Now we, brethren, as Isaac. Did you study Genesis 26 with us the other time? As Isaac was, we are children of promise. Look at that. Next verse. Next verse. We're children of promise. But as he who was born according to the flesh, then persecuted. If you forget anything I say today, never forget this. He who is born of the flesh, then persecuted him who was born according to the spirit. Even so it is. Even so it is. Even so it is. Please don't only think about what is going on in Abuja? There is a system designed to persecute those who are of the spirit. Let me quickly show you something. Go to John chapter 1, 
verse 12. John chapter number 1, verse 12. The Bible says, As many as receive him, give he power or the right to become children of God. Those who believe in his name, I'm still going to refer to this. Look at 13. Who were born, not of what? Not of what? Not of the will of, not of the will of man. How were they born? They were born of God. Who, I just, who, who did I just read, read about? Who did I just read about? I just read about you. Hallelujah, somebody. So you are not of Agar. You are not of Arabia. You are not of the flesh. You are of the spirit. So there is a system created to frustrate those who are born this way. Not of the will of man, but of the will of God. Can somebody shout hallelujah? You are ambassadors on earth, according to Second Corinthians 5.20. You are God's ambassadors on earth. You are ambassadors for Christ. But let me quickly say a few things about ambassadors before I go forward. Ambassadors um, are sent to another country to represent their own home country. And you don't even need to be a diplomat. You can be an ambassador of a company, ambassador of uh, an organization, or ambassador of the government. But the bottom line is, you are sent to another place that is not your own country to represent your own country. Is that understood? Did you know that if you run into the American embassy, you're, not, you're no longer in Nigeria. If you run into the American embassy, the, the securities there don't dress like the securities in Nigeria. The music they played inside, the other day I was there, was not Nigerian music. That spot is American Embassy. Praise God. The ambassador was not elected. So in case what I am saying is too big for you, because you are judging yourself by people's opinion. Elections are won by public and popular opinion. But no ambassador on earth was elected. Any ambassador you knew was chosen. Tap your neighbor and say, it's not my fault, I was just chosen. You sound like you were not chosen. Find somebody that understands. Say, it's not my fault. Say, I don't even need it to like me. Are you all still here? The ambassador where he hears Leaves as though he's in his country. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Alright? So I need you to know that, that you were not brought here to operate like those born of the flesh. You are different. Bible says you're exactly like that tree planted by the rivers of water. Always blossom. Always in blossom. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Your life is not supposed to be as natural as you've been told. If you're a born-again Christian, the way you've been preached out, your upbringing in the church, your life ought not to be as natural as it is. You've been called to the supernatural. Jesus Christ declaring in Isaiah 8.18, He says, all the children the Lord has given to me, they are not for natural, they are for signs and for wonders. What is a wonder? Wonder is what you observe and you're like, ah, it gets you, it makes you wonder. <laughs> it's not normal. It's not natural. But you see, a lot of us have been bamboozled into thinking secularly. And then we've neglected the grace that God has put in us. If you observe this church, we do things right a little bit naturally. I mean, we're excellent. We're, I mean, we have some things together in the natural. But let me tell you something. Anybody can be excellent. 
What makes us stand out is not the excellence you see on the surface. There is an invisible force called blessing, called grace, called the anointing. And I do not want you to go looking good and then moving out with nice certificates and then you have good skills and then you walk into that interview room thinking that's all you got. Now we're going to have all of that, but there is an extra. Do you know what they call supernatural? We're loaded in the natural, but there's a supra on our natural. Do you know what they call extraordinary? We have all the things that ordinary people have, but there's something extra. Ah, come and talk to me, somebody. Say, I am not as normal as you thought. Say, there's a cloak of blessing upon me. That is why my result can't be normal. Wonders mean, ah, I look at you and I, I just have to wonder. This is not normal. Praise God. Lay your hands on your neighbor and say, I don't know about you. My life is not ordinary. In the name of Jesus. Tap your neighbor and say, my life is not supposed to be as ordinary as I've been told. Find a new neighbor. You may be the prophet in their life. Say, new neighbor, my life ought not to be as ordinary, explainable. Uh, what word is coming to my spirit? Uh, predictable. Where I come from naturally, they will tell you the way Saturday will be. You will know from Friday. They will tell you that a child that will do well, you will know from the beginning. Excuse my vernacular. But I tell you the truth. There is a God in heaven. Who you can't explain. Listen. Be excellent. You know I tell you. Don't only... Have your BSc, your first degree. Sharpen yourself. Go for your masters. Get the skills in your area of career. But leave space for the supernatural. Till today, how that water turns to wine, I don't know. Till today, how Lazarus, that was dead. And on the fourth day, Jesus called Lazarus back. I cannot explain. Hello, somebody. Till today, our Perez inside Tama from the back. Ah, the elder brother brought out the hand. They put the red scarlet there and then they took the hand back inside. And somehow Perez pushed the brother and came from the back. I don't know who you are. They were not expecting you. They couldn't predict you. But you are coming from the back in the name of Jesus. Now, you may be the type of Christian that analyzes everything. I'm not. I analyze, I project, I plan, I budget, but I leave space for God. There's a God factor. There is a God factor. And if you don't think like that, your life will be, there's, there's nothing you're doing in church. Just stay at home, work hard. Little do you know that those unbelievers you're looking at, <laughs> they are supernatural. I have a relation of mine. In fact, I learned how to dress from him. I learned about designers from him. Ah, if this guy showed up, you would think he stepped out of a magazine. Very clean. I mean, clean. But because he's the only son, 
and they wanted to kill him. He went to a king and submitted himself to the king. And the king put him in a cult. This guy, as clean as he looked, could do oracles on his hand and scatter everybody in his office till he became the boss. So the fact that someone speaks good English, he's good all his life in England. You know, someone is touche, goes to England thrice a year, goes for summer, autumn, and spring. I don't know about Abuja restaurant. I don't know. But go to Oshogbo, Ilorni, Ibadan. When you enter, just check the back of every calendar you see. You'll see one Obundu Bundu in the wall. You see that they've done something on the floor before you come inside. That your shopping mall where you work, where your business is. Your neighbor is blowing something in the air. And you are ordinary, looking like, oh, come on, somebody. Tap your neighbor and say, I serve a supernatural God. Say, I am under another economy. Say, I believe in money miracles. Somebody shout hallelujah. I have seen a lot when it comes to financial miracles. No, I'm not, I'm not talking about debt cancellation because I've never borrowed money before. I told one of my American friends, he almost passed out. Never borrowed money before. Pastor Biodun, are you against it? No, I am not. Because I even think the financial system in Nigeria is, is faulty. Because you have to save for seven years to achieve one thing. You should have just taken a bank loan and then quickly pay up. I do not approve for you to borrow money to buy a car, borrow money to buy clothes, because those things condescend. But investments that the value can improve. I have a protege that rented a house, <coughs> excuse me, rented a house for 10 years on Wuse Road. He rented for 10 years 50,000 naira, a 50 million naira for 10 years. After using the place for a year, he re-rented the place for 50,000 for two years, a 50 million for two years. So he used the place for one year, rented the place out for two years, at the rate, it took him for 10 years. So the next seven years... So if you borrow money to do something like that, you're smart. So please understand perspective. I'm not saying if I had the opportunity... I mean, give me a billion naira today with 1%, 2% interest to pay in 30 years. I'll take it down. I don't know how I got there. But somebody pulled on me. Maybe you've been arguing in your house. Is it good to take a loan or something? But someone just pulled on me. Matthew 17, as I begin to close. I want to read to you from verse 24 to 27. Glory to God. Are you still in this building? This thing I'm sharing with you, you must believe it for it to work. And I know you're not dummies. You need to see a proof from God's word. So, why don't, you, why don't you come with me and let's read this together. When they came, or beg your pardon, when they had come to Capernaum, those who received temple tax came to Peter and said, Does your pastor pay the temple tax? Verse 25. He said, Yes. <laughs> I don't have time. <laughs> when he had come into, into the house, Jesus anticipated a question from Peter. 
he anticipated what was going on on the inside. And he said, what do you think, Simon? From whom do the kings of the earth take customs and taxes? From their sons or from strangers? Glory be to God. Peter said, they take taxes from strangers. And Jesus said to him, then the sons are free. Nevertheless, lest you offend them, go to the sea, cast in a hook, and take the fish that comes up first. Now, let me start by exegeting. They got to where Jesus grew up. And then they went to Peter. They didn't talk to Jesus. They went to Peter and said, ah, does your master pay tax? How many know that Peter was a spontaneous person? He acted before he thought. Come and talk to me. He said, yes. How many knew that that question was not for Peter? That question was for, was for Judas. But after asking, defending the kingdom, look at the love. Look at how much he would take bullets for the kingdom. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love her. One of the first key, in fact, it's key to kingdom finance is to love the kingdom of God. Love the things of God. If you do not love the things of God, you don't love God, you can't enter into the dimension of the kind of finance we're talking about. And when he had come into the house, Jesus anticipated him. He said, Peter, what do you think? From whom do the governments? In those days, the Romans were free of tax in Rome. Governments don't take tax from their citizens. They tax foreigners. That was the way it was in those days. He says says to him, from whom do the kings of the earth, don't forget, kings of the earth, kings of the earth. Jesus was talking about the system of this world. In other words, Peter, this system of tax, this economic system, whom do they take it from? The strangers or the sons? Peter said, strangers. Jesus is saying, the Bible says, Jesus anticipated Peter. He was going to launch Peter into another dimension. He says, Peter, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in hell, for your soul must prosper. If you will experience a money miracle, Peter, if you will experience a kingdom finance, a shift, I have to change your mind. Who do they take tax from? Sons or strangers? Peter says strangers. Then he said to Peter, inadvertently, What does the Holy Spirit want us to get from this? Peter, you don't belong to the world system. They asked you for tax because you are not son. You are a stranger. You are not under that economy. Peter, you may not be there, but until you realize, you can't see money miracles. You must first of all know that you are not under the system. I wish I had time to show you many scriptures. Ephesians chapter number Philippians 3.20 Philippians 3.20 Come on, show me quickly. You're going to read the scriptures for yourself. Philippians 3.20 I need a kingdom person in front of me here. I mean on my monitor here. Ready? Read. Hello? Where's your citizenship? Okay, you don't get it until you read the Amplified Version. Amplified. Amplified. 
It's not another Bible. It just does what it's called. But we are citizens of the states. Of what? The commonwealth. Of the homeland. Which is where? Stop. So what are we doing here? We are ambassadors. On assignments. Tap your neighbor say, I will soon change my seat from you. I smell unbelief around you. Joshua chapter number 6 verse 1. 1 and 2. The gate of Jericho was securely shut because huh, you do not know how much Satan does not care if you speak in tongues. He doesn't care if you go to church. He doesn't care if you have gone out of Egypt. He doesn't care if the Red Sea had opened. He doesn't care if you're in the wilderness. He does not want you to enter Jericho, the promised land, which is reminiscent of prosperity. So when they saw them coming, now they crossed the Red Sea. If you check 1 Corinthians 10, you will know that the crossing of the Red Sea was a type of being born again. You will see there. You are now born again. You've crossed the Red Sea. You said one prayer. Father, I received Jesus. The Red Sea opened. Red Sea opened before the cross. But Jordan did not open before the cross. They had to step to the middle before Jordan opened. You must walk in principles before you enter prosperity. After Jordan opened, Bible says the gate of Jericho was not just shut, securely shut because the thing was not shut before. But when they saw covenant people coming, hey, if these people have money, they will touch the world. Scarcity is artificial. Believe me, read my lips. There's a research done. I think it was 1998. They divided the wealth of the world on top resources among 6.5 billion people. Each person had a right to 8, 8 million pounds. Look at your neighbors, where's your own? It was short. It was short. Nobody went out. Nobody came in. Can, how many believe that Jericho was the type of the world? I don't want to, Don't even let me go there. I'm going to spend 30 minutes. Because Rahab is the church that was not part of a people. But because she placed faith on the scarlet, which was a type of the blood of Jesus. Where did she live? On the wall. The wall of Jericho fell. Where was Rahab? She raptured. It was a type and shadow that she was saved. Yet, she lived on the wall and the wall crumbled. And there was a curse placed on Jericho. Whoever wants to rebuild Jericho, when he's laying the foundation, the firstborn will die. When he's laying the gate, the lastborn will die. Jesus showed up to rebuild Jericho. He said, I'm the first and the last and I have to die. I don't want to go there. So the world is a system. Jericho is a system. Listen, Jesus Christ walked to Jericho. Adam was kicked out of the Garden of Eden, so he was kicked to the wilderness. So if Jesus would redeem Adam, immediately the heavens opened, and the Bible says, this is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. He had to be led to the wilderness. And the Bible says he was led for the devil to talk to him. And the devil said, I know why you're here. You know what? You don't need to go to the cross. Bow down for me. He has shot the gate of Jericho. He put the key of prosperity in his hand. He said, I can give it to whoever I want. Matthew chapter 4, Luke chapter 4. Matthew chapter 4. 
I can give the prosperity to whoever. Jesus Christ did not argue with him that he couldn't give it. He only said, it is written, you shall not serve the Lord. The devil shut that gate, made artificial scarcity, so that whoever wants to enter will go through him. They will bow to him. But I know there are people here that will not bow. I said there are people here that will not bow. Pastor Biodo, why are you passionate about prosperity? 85% of divorce is out of luck. How many of you watch crime fighters? When I watch crime fighters, I cry. It's my favorite program. But after watching it, I'm sad. I watched a series one day. One guy called the corner. His father couldn't pay his school fees. There was a lot of poverty. He ran to Lagos with nothing. And the people that received him were arm robbers. If only the father knew about what I'm sharing. If only corner when they go to Lagos found a church like this that knows that from the foundation of the world there is a provision for him in Christ for prosperity. He will not go and join arm robbers. They caught that guy with arms. And of course they were, they were going to kill him. Death sentence. A destiny wasted. Because somebody wanted to win public opinion. I'm not talking about money in my church. I don't want to take money from you. I'm telling you you're right in Christ Jesus. Why do you want to read a part of your will and you don't want to read another part? And let me tell you something. There's a global meltdown. And there's a reason for that. If I have time, I will show you today that God wants you to reign now. There's no better time for your pastor to share it than now. You see people who go give their mother money as they give their mother, that old woman who suffered for them. As they give that woman money, the woman becomes something else. They use her brain and her blood for money. This happens here. Husband use wives. Husband and wife plan. They say, we have five children. Let's use one. After all, we have five. Why? Because they do not know about this. If I have time, I will show you Mark, Mark chapter 4. Jesus said, if they knew, if they knew, they would have come to the kingdom. But they will look and they will not be able to perceive. They will hear. They will not understand. But tonight you will understand. Today you understand. Yeah. Say after me in the name of Jesus. I have spiritual understanding. Of what pastor is sharing for me. What is sharing with me right now. I understand it. Look at verse 2 everybody. Verse 2. Joshua 6 verse 2. See. And the Lord said to Joshua. See. Ah. The gate was shut. The length or the size of the height was the size of the breadth of the wall. And God says, see. Tap your neighbor and say, there is a way you, you need to see now. Now that there is recession in the world, there is a way. Pastor Biadu, why are you talking about recession? There is no recession in Nigeria. It's because our data is not made available. Do you know how many people that die daily? Do you know how many people that are hungry? It's worse here, but because there's no data. That's why you don't know. That's why you don't know. See, I have given Jericho to your hand. It's king and the, the mighty men of valor. And I am going to put a strategy in your hand. How this world will come down will be by a stratagem. Go check it out when you get home. <laughs> 
Look at your neighbor and say, how to live in this dying world. How to stand out now. It's by kingdom stratagem. You never think it's going to, you never see it coming. It's not, it's not obvious. A stratagem looks like a trick. But it's a kingdom stratagem. That wall came down. They entered. Tap your neighbor say, story, story. Say they entered. How? It was by a kingdom stratagem. Praise the Lord. Okay, let me walk with this because I'm out of time. I'm going to continue on Tuesday. <sighs> Peter! I want to walk a money miracle right before you now. But before we move forward, are you part of this kingdom or not? Peter couldn't answer. Who do they take tax from? The sons of strangers. Peter says strangers. You know why they asked you? They're not part of their kingdom. You, you must agree. For your faith to be effective, Philemon 6, show me. Philemon 6. Come on, somebody. Are you getting something? Praise the Lord. Amen. That the working of your faith may become effective. How do you make it effective? By the acknowledgement of every good thing which is in you because you are in Christ Jesus. So you have to acknowledge that I'm not under the world system. I declare that I'm under the kingdom of God's system. So when they say casting down, I will say lifting up. I'm like that tree planted by the rivers of water, bearing my fruit in my season. Whose leaf does not wither? I'm going to show you on Tuesday this tree in the book of Revelation bears fruit every month. You've heard about five alive? This one is 12 alive. Tap your neighbor and say, I am more than this. I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to brag, but I am more. Tap your neighbor and say, I am more than this. Peter, now that you know that you are a stranger to this economy, go to the sea. Go to the sea. I want to show you that I am beyond the limitations of the worldly economy. Now, watch this. Did they ask Peter for his tax? You see, you were not, you were not following me. Did they, did they ask Peter for his tax? They asked Peter for Jesus' tax. Does your teacher, does he not pay tax? Let me tell you something. They were mockers. Can your, can your teacher handle the economic challenges right now? Can God pay his bills? If God sends you anywhere, anything you will, all your expenditures are his bills. Because God pays for what he orders for. That's the question in the heart of unbelievers. And that is the major thing the enemy wants to impeach. He wants to impeach the credibility of God's counsel. He asks you every time. Because the first question in the Bible was asked by Lucifer. What has God said? And I see him asking people here, can God pay his bills? Peter, without thinking, said yes. But when he got home, he went to ask Jesus. And Jesus anticipating him. 
I think I like this side. Kapradi Kalavahaya. Now, watch this. I may not be able to get there, but let me quickly say it. What Jesus is going to tell Peter does not make sense with what Peter came to ask. Does not make sense. I'm talking about tags. They're telling me to go to the sea. After the service, there will be instructions that will not make sense. Pastor Biano, what's the sum up of this message? My message is the, Mary, the message Mary preached. Whatever I tells you. It doesn't make sense. Fill the water pot with water. Don't pour water in the pot where the wine finishes. Because if you want to see a new thing, you have to become another thing. New vessel for new miracles. Scoop it, serve it, not taste it. Risky, dummy. Somewhere along the place where it was cooked and when it was tasted, something supernatural moved on the water. Watch this. The MC of the ceremony represented the world system. Jesus represented the kingdom system. And the MC of the ceremony said, normally. He said, normally. Uh-uh, they bring the best wine. And then when people are drunk, they bring the inferior one. Jesus represented the kingdom. He says, kingdomly. We start normally. For the part of the just is like the shines ever. Somebody make some noise. Announce to three people around you. Say this is the least you will ever be. You know this happens to you every time. This happens to you every time your friends meet you. Your friends meet you. When they meet you, they serve the best wine. They tell you I like you. Oh, I like you. Oh my God, I like you. And then they serve you the best wine. When you are drunk with the friendship, they now bring nonsense to you. It's your Bible. Say, I thank my God. Say, the kingdom of God is different. Can somebody shout hallelujah? Can somebody shout hallelujah? Can somebody shout hallelujah? Peter, go to the sea. To the sea, dumb instruction. But watch this. Who can tell me what Peter's job was? <laughs> uh, let me jump that. I'm going to jump that because I want to close with that. He told him, "When you get to the sea, cast in a hook. You get to the sea, cast in a hook." I love this church. Everybody's educated. I've never seen a church like this in the middle of Africa, where they show. Blacks on CNN like we are monkeys. But look at you. You don't, you don't look like what I see on CNN. Talk to me. Everybody's educated. So this is easy to understand. Peter standing by the seashore had a stick, a line, a sinker, and a hook. How many know that Jesus said casting a hook but no fish goes to a hook without a bait? So there is a miracle. Now, this fish, I don't know how the money got there, whether God put it there, whether it was the word of knowledge that got it there, or Jesus Christ picked it in the place of prayer that that fish swallowed last week a gold coin. I don't know. But there was a miracle in the sea. Peter 
How do you... Now, there are maybe a million fish in the sea. How do you connect that one? A bit. Because no fish. <laughs> when they see hook, they say... Uh, <laughs> because hook shows the fish that you want to trap it. So what do you do? You put a bait. The kind of fish you want to catch determines the bait you put on the hook. Some fishes like blood, some like worms, some they like fish. That that's the reason why God saved you. You are a bait. It takes a human being that will come from the kind of family you came from, have the kind of background you had, be born again, and become, come on, talk to me somebody. And then when you drive that, your Lamborghini in Abuja. It is not because God wants you to be displaying Lamborghini. You are a bait. The kind of, oh, Caprondi, he Yaba. That is why you can afford to be looking at God because you are a bait. See, you don't put nonsense in the hook. Fishes will swim as it. That's why some of you have not been able to win souls. Peter put a bait there to cut the right fish. What is the bait? Your seed. Your seed. Stop casting hook into the sea. It will catch nothing. If you want money miracles. With the backings of heaven, you start with the seed. Let me say you something. Every system, every economic system has principles and has things that back it up. God backs up the, 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 the principles of sowing. As long as the earth remains, stamp your foot on the floor. The earth still remains. Seed time and harvest are not seeds. If there's seed, there will be time, there will be harvest. If you sow your seed, there will be time and there will be harvest. God is the one. His integrity backs it up. So if you are the kind of Christian that when they're talking about seed sowing, you dust your Bible and walk away. You will never walk under this kind of economy. Now there are pastors that teach giving, but they don't give. I don't understand such pastors. There are pastors that in their mind, offering is the source of the finance in their church. I don't understand such pastors. My seed is my source. The Bible says, He that stole should steal no more, but he should walk with his hand that he may have to give. The work of your hand is for you to have seed to sow. Trust me, if you're under God's economy, what sustains you is not your job. What sustains you is your seed. Anytime there's trouble, and you remember you have a seed in the ground, just know that you will survive it. Can somebody shout hallelujah? Such people that sow, people that tithe, people that give their first fruits are not ashamed in evil days. Under the economy of God. Now listen close and listen to me. In this kingdom, this covenant you are walking, this covenant of Abraham you belong to, it does not function by obedience. I love to say things to catch your attention. The kingdom of God don't function. The, 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 the grace dispensation don't operate by obedience. Have you read Genesis 28 before? If you do this, I will do this. That's not grace. In the dispensation of grace, it functions by believing. Here is the balance. 
You can obey someone without believing them. But you can never believe someone without obeying them. John 1.12 that I read to you. I want us to read the Amplified. Quickly guys. Casting your hook. Let's read the Amplified version. Please everybody open your mouth. Let's read 12 and 13. Ready? Read. But as many as... So, I want to show you here, read the King James Version so that you don't get confused. King James, I want to show you here that receiving in the New Testament is believing. As many as receive Him, to them they give the right authority to become children of God. To those who believe. How do I receive? I believe. Not obey. If I obey and I do not believe, it will not work. Because I can obey grudgingly. There are churches. I've belonged to such churches before. If you don't pay your tithe, the pastor will call you. Ah, I like that. How now? It is 29th of uh, October. We've not seen your tithe. Ah, sorry, 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 pastor. There was a delay. Just because the pastor will hook you. Ah, you leave what is Kesari for Kesari? There are people that just like the fact that they come out in Koza. So the day they're going to pay time, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to, you know. The day they will be that they will dress up. <laughs> are you also here? Are you sure you're here? Never do things out of impulse. Do things because you believe. I don't give. And I'm thinking, does this thing work? No way. Too late. I've been in this lifestyle for a long time. I believe that God doesn't lie. If he planted Jesus and he raised him from the dead the third day, if when I die, I die in hope that when he calls the Christian, he is able to raise me from the dead and he will give me another body. If I believe that, why would I not believe that I can raise my money if I saw it? I believe it with the whole of my heart. There is nothing that can tell me that when I sow money, God will not raise it back. Too late. You can't convince me. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, you remember that Christ died that the, the blessing of Abraham might come upon you. You remember? Abraham, the Bible says, he obeyed and it was accounted to him for righteousness no he didn't obey he believed i will show you three scriptures right now three or let me show you two romans 4 30 romans 4 3 romans 4 3 i'm closing right away what does the scripture say let's read it ready read abraham and it was accounted to him look at the next verse verse 4 verse 4 now to him the wages are... You didn't catch it. Read the Amplified Version. Amplified Version. That's why I tell you to read modern version. Now, to a laborer, his wages are not counted as a favor or gift, but as an obligation. Something owed to him. So he's trying to tell you that Abraham did not merit that righteousness. He believed and they credited his account. If he worked for it, if he was a laborer for it... Uh, 
But what does the scripture say? Abraham believed in, trusted in God, and it was credited to his account as righteousness, right living and right standing. Look at the next verse, verse 4. It says, not to a laborer. His wages are not counted as a favor or a gift, but as an obligation. But this man did not work for it. He believed and they just credited his account. How do we get things in the spirit? We believe. How, how, do, how are we supposed to operate in the 21st century? We believe. Galatians 3 and verse 5. I show you one more scripture. In that light and I move to the next thing and I close. Galatians chapter 3 verse 5. The Bible says, therefore, he who supplies the spirits to you and work the miracles among you, does he do it by works? No, let, 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 let's read Amplified Version. It's just going to help you to understand what it's saying. Look at verse 5, Amplified Version. Now, then, does he who supplies you with his marvelous Holy Spirit work powerfully and miraculously among you? Does he do that on the grounds of your doings? What the Lord demands? Or because of your believing in and adhering to and trusting and relying on the message that you heard? Look at verse 6, everybody. Thus, Abraham believed in and adhered to and trusted in and relied on God. And it was reckoned and placed to his account and creditors and righteousness as conforming to the divine will in purpose, thought and action. So you've been obeying but you did not believe. You pay your tithe or you give. Is it, mm, ah, the way they are even raising my friend now. I tell you, this is this. Uh, you, you, you have people that give you counsel and then you go approach your seat. What do we do? We don't obey. We believe. We believe. We believe. Lift up your right and say, I believe. I believe. Say, I believe. I believe. So this guy had to believe that if he put his bait on the hook, the hook will hit the right thing. There is, see, every time you sow your seed, cast your bread upon the waters. After many days, you will do what? You will find it. When you find it, is it the same size? The bread would have been swollen. Hallelujah. So seed time is always inferior to harvest time. Can somebody shout hallelujah? So Peter put his seed inside that stuff. When he put his seed there, what happened? The right fish came, and in the mouth of the fish, in the mouth of the fish, Peter found the money that would be enough to pay the tax. Now, the Bible says, Jesus told him, go and pay for my own and your own. For, for, for who did Peter go to the sea for? He went to the sea for Jesus. Every time you put God first, when you return, it will be enough for you and your household. Are you following what I'm trying to say to you? Pastor Peter, I've been tightening. I've been doing this. Be like David. David started business for God. It wasn't all the time that David fought, that people looked for his trouble. David many times went to look for people's trouble for the kingdom. God, I want to build for you a kingdom. I want to build for you a temple. God said, your hands are too full of blood. Can my son build it? He said, yes, your son. He said, God, since I can't build it, and my son can build it. I will make sure my son does not lack anything he will use to build it. There are people here that will say, I will make sure this church as far as God gives me strength. Some of us have political position. Some of us have strength. We have influence. We don't use it for the kingdom. And then we're wondering why the next regime will come and God does not reinstate us. Because everything you have, there's seed, there's harvest. Don't eat everything. Because your seed perpetuates your future. You must love the kingdom with it. You must put the kingdom first. This doesn't sound popular, but I read my Bible in Luke chapter 6 verse 33. The Bible says, Seek ye second the kingdom of God. 
Seek ye first the kingdom of God and be in righteousness with him. He said, every other thing shall be added unto you. Tap your neighbor say, there's an addition coming. Say, there's an addition coming. Matthew 6.33, there's an addition coming. Can somebody shout hallelujah? He found the coin in the mouth of the, of the fish and he went to pay. Finally, I want to ask you, what job did Peter do? Peter was a fisherman. Every time, and the anointing for miracles are released over you. How do I do it as we prophesy over you? The anointing is not for church. It's of assignment. Get to the place of business. You tell yourself, I am not ordinary. I have been empowered. I have been energized. Grace is upon me and anointing is upon me to get unusual results. It's unusual for you to go catch a fish and then you find money in the mouth of the fish. Listen to me. Jesus could have sent him to the farm. He could have sent him to the sycamore tree. And say on that tree you will see something there. He could have sent him anywhere. But he sent him to his place of vocation. I prophesy to you. As you go do your job today. The anointing, backing of this word goes with you. And you go get unusual results in Jesus' name. Listen to me. They, listen, listen. That thing came by word of knowledge. Came by prophet. He said, the first one you catch, Jesus was not guessing. The first one you catch, you find money in the mouth. Ah, some of you have been working and you've been coming on back, you've been coming back home without results. I prophesy that in the name of Jesus, because you believe that there is another economy, you tithe, you give, and you are sowing by faith, knowing that God is about, God is able to raise back your offering. I prophesy that your results will be different. In the name of Jesus. Please don't let anybody deceive you. God blesses because. Go and read Genesis 22. God said, because you've done this, Abraham. In blessing, I will bless you, multiply, and I will multiply you. Listen to me. When Abraham gave his son, when Abraham gave his son, God was wild. God did more for him than what he did. There was an anointing upon Abraham that made him to go fight those kings. And he defeated them with 318 servants trained in his house. No experience. And there was a transformation. I prophesy that what you do naturally, the natural things you do normally, as from today, as you walk to the place tomorrow, you will come back with extraordinary results. Isaac asked Jacob, Jacob, how come you came back quickly? Jacob said, I came back quickly because the Lord your God brought it to me quickly. Ah, Kiradabaha. Kisha Pradaha. Lay your hands on your neighbor. Say, Your life ought not to be that natural. In the name of Jesus, begin to see the supernatural in your finance. In the name of Jesus, begin to see the supernatural in your finance. Your business is no longer ordinary. It's empowered to succeed. Your ministry is energized to succeed. Help us will rise for you. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says, And valiant men went on with Saul. Men whose heart God has touched. God will touch the heart of your boss for you. God will touch the heart of your contemporaries for you. Somebody will just look at you and like you. And what shouldn't be yours becomes yours. 
If you believe it, shout and receive an amen. Can you picture how Joseph entered Egypt? Entered Egypt in chains. And as soon as they let him go, they sold him. What is more condescending than for you to stand and they are pricing you? But that did not affect the blessing upon that man. He entered the house of Potiphar. There were slaves that he met. But one thing after the other, every single day, all the responsibilities were placed on him because there was something on him. And then he was lied against and cast into the prison. I tell you, no jailer let a prisoner knows where the key. What did you do? The jailer was sleeping. He said, Joseph, I want to go and sleep. Please lock the prison for me. On your job, receive unusual favor. There's a lady in this church with her husband. There's a lady in this church with her husband. That lady, the, the elder brother was my friend growing up. I used to go to their house, but I, I didn't really know her. So she came and introduced herself to me and said, Pastor, you're like my brother. I said, whoa. So I took interest in her. And then she came to my office with her husband. She had lost a pregnancy. She just lost a pregnancy and she was hurt. And then for a while, they were not able to get another child. And I said, why? What happened? Why are you hurt? I said, because my husband didn't used to do this for me. He didn't used to, even sometimes the antenatal and this one, I couldn't, I couldn't go. And the man said, but you know my challenges at work. You know, I have a financial problem. You know, I'm not an irresponsible man. You know. So when I heard, I said, can you guys calm down? Let's first of all handle finance before we handle the baby. Because I remember that before God, you know, the waiting period, when my wife and I were waiting for a baby, God first of all increased us financially. And immediately he increased us financially. We changed our house. Things got better. The baby came. I said, so let's, let's first of all handle the financial aspect. And then the baby will come. That lady's faith, in fact, that couple's faith, the faith of the couple has not left me. The lady got pregnant, and then she came to the state and said to me, Pastor Weirden, no, she wasn't even pregnant. She, she discovered that she had fibroids, and I prayed with her. But I called her again, and I said, you know what? Church will sponsor your um, operation. What do you think? She came to me and said, Pastor, <laughs> with what you preached, I will not do that operation. And God has taught me, when you see anybody operate by faith, run with them. I said, I'm sorry. I agree with you. As the baby, the, she, got, she got pregnant. The baby was growing. The fiber was growing. The baby was growing. The fiber was growing. Let me preempt the testimony. The day the, the baby came out, they just, just one simple thing. As they were bringing out the baby, they just brought out that stuff. I told her, I said, every month, show up here. So every month she will come, I'll pray with her father, I thank you, yet another month again. Listen, there's another economy. Now, that's not even the testimony. The, 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 the brother got to work. And then is this office where, uh, please, if I'm not saying it correctly, is this office where they have property, they develop property of something. Maybe they just decided to get a property for, for, I don't know what it is. And then the boss took him. I mean, when they're talking about property, he's not the one they're talking about. They're talking about the top staff. The top people. So the, 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 the boss, after they inspected everywhere, they were leaving. The boss just said, ah, 
You too, you don't want land? He said, I want that. So take this corner piece. He got to the office. Few days later, I said, I know you've been bothered about the money to develop it with. And give him millions. Look at your neighbor say, I believe in money miracles. I will bore you with testimonies here. One of my ministers is not in church today. You know why he's not in church today? <laughs> On Friday morning, somebody just called him and said to him, I want to give you a contract. It's a million. I don't want to tell you who called him. After they gave him the contract, I don't want to bore you with the details. They said to him, I know you don't have time to do the contract. I will get someone. You, you come. You handle the contract for him. All the gain. You, you put it in his account. You don't need to leave Abuja. The guy was just looking. Now, I am the one that understands that testimony because I know what that brother has done when it comes to the love for the kingdom. I mean, the day they had an appreciation service for me, that was two weeks ago, the workers just did a surprise appreciation service for me. When I was talking about everybody that I appreciated, when I wanted to talk about him, I started crying. Because I know what that brother has done for me to be standing here. I know how much he has encouraged me. I know how much he has lifted my hands. So when I was hearing that testimony on Friday, I knew that it was like Peter, who will go to the sea to pay tax for Jesus. You will get that next year. You know something? That brother, that, that man said to him, uh, before, you, before we even hand over the contract to, to the person, we need you to go see the place. And I know there's no schedule, uh, there's no flight schedule to go to uh, my state, so I'm going to take you in my private jet. So, <laughs> he sent me a text this morning, he said, said Pastor, man, it, it, it's another level. Let me tell you something. Things will work for you when you walk in agreement. When you say what the blood says, you will pinch yourself. Now, I am not there yet, but I've enjoyed a little bit of it. Things have happened to me and I've had to pinch myself. I told my wife, is it real? Tell me it's not a dream. Tell me it's not a dream. I prophesy to you. Since you've agreed that you are not under the economy of the world system, and you are under the economy of God's system, begin to experience money miracles. Yeah. I, I said, this is a city where, this is a city where some rich man sleeps with a girl and gives her one million, two million, builds their house. Because some of them do jazz. You know what jazz is? The fake of the anointing. I prophesy to you. Begin to walk in favor. Begin to walk in favor. Because you believe, not because I said it, because you believe, I now say, Bible says whoever wants to speak, shall speak as the oracles of God. I am indicting a good matter in my heart. My tongue has become the pen of a ready writer. I prophesy to you, as you go on your business, as you go on your job, your results will be different. So shall it be. Now listen to the instruction the Holy Spirit said I should tell you. Nobody here should be jobless. You cannot say you want God to bless you and you have no work. What is the 
channel, avenue with which God will bless you. I found out that I'm blessed everywhere I go because I'm on my assignment. You can't keep praying and expect God to bless you in your room. If he has to do it, he could do it. But it won't be like if you started a business. Don't tell me it is small. Whatever it does, prospers. See, let your mentality be different. Tap your neighbor, say, lift up your hand, say the last time. Anything failed in my hand. It's the last time it will ever fail. Pastor, you know, I don't have capital. God gives seed. Bible says he that supplies seed. But you must position to be supplied. How many disciples did Jesus have? Twelve. Why was it only Peter? He was the one that positioned to solve a problem. So one of the ways to do it is say, Lord, I must always have to give. I must support this church. I must not be a taker. Come here, receive good word, and then I walk out. No, 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 no. I read my Bible and said, don't appear empty-handed. I must work. Lord, you must bless me. God has declared 90 days of favor over this church. Listen, you must have a testimony. Faith without corresponding action is dead. If there is dead faith, there is living faith. So you are walking out of this place with living faith. You are not even going to wait till tomorrow morning. This night you are going to be meditating. Who can I call? Just call somebody and say, you know what? I want to work for you for free. You must be on your duty post. Somebody should see you. Somebody should know what you can do. Somebody should know your expertise. And you will see how God will work miracles in your life. Where's Brother Yemi? Is he, is he outside? Okay, there's a brother you see outside. Always welcoming you outside. He's the head of the workforce of this church. Let's celebrate him. If I planned it, I would have had him share his testimony with you. He graduated and didn't have a job. You know what he did? He went to a company and he told them, I want to work for free. <laughs> so they laughed. Don't sit down there. He was observing what they were doing. An IT company representing Microsoft. So one day somebody took ill. He sat on their table, solved problems for them. Why? He has the mind of Christ. He grasped it. He didn't read anything like IT in school. But by observing and understanding that he has the mind of Christ. Tap your neighbor and say, I can know anything. Philippians 1.6, Amplified Bible. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Philippians 1.6, Amplified Bible. Philippians 1.6, I'm taking time because I want results in your life. Amplified Bible. You're going to read it yourself. Make it legible. Make it legible. Make it legible. Philippians 1.6. Hallelujah. He that started the good work, we do what? I am convinced and sure of this very, that he that started the, we do what? We continue and perfect it. Tap your neighbor, say something has started in my life. God will perfect it. I'm confident of it. But I need to help God. I need to walk in faith by stepping out tomorrow. Walking in my conviction. Can somebody shout hallelujah? hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The brother started walking there. To cut the long story short, Brother Yemi heads the company in Abuja now. Three or four times he has come to me, Pastor, I want to resign. I'm saying, no, 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 no. I think you should give it some time. I said, I said, why are you asking me? He said, my boss will almost pass out if I resign. 
Now that is not to let down that company, but he is useful. That's what we're saying. He's useful. He heads the company right now in Abuja. The company he walked into. You can't, there's no useless. There is no, there is no unemployed person in Koza. See, after this service, and you must, prove, you must prove yourself as a man and woman of integrity. You must walk up to somebody and say, I want to start helping you. Please, um, brethren, don't say, Pastor, you said it, so I employed the person, I brought the person to my house, he packed everything and ran away. You must know who you are inviting. You must know who, yeah, 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 yeah. You must know who you are inviting. You must understand who you are inviting. You must show yourself faithful. But all I want to let you know is that the moment you set your hand to do something, it will prosper. Don't be waiting for big contracts. Don't be waiting for big jobs. Just pray today. And say to the Lord, you see, Pastor I've started business before. You didn't know what you know today. And you didn't acknowledge what you have acknowledged today. Number one, I'm not under the economy. Number two, there's a blessing upon me. Isaac sowed in famine. And he reaped on their souls. I wanted to join your hands with your neighbor. We're going to pray in tongues for just two minutes. And prophesy. Pray in the Holy Ghost, somebody. Expansion is my portion. Enlargement in everything I do. Thank you, Jesus. I give you the praise of God. In Jesus' precious name. I'm going to make some calls before I leave the stage, but I want everyone to confess Jesus as the Lord and Savior. I'm not forcing you, but if you are led, you have to do it for the first time. But if you are already saved, you can say it again. You can say it again, just like you want your spouse to tell you again and again their commitment to you. Say that to me, Father, in the name of Jesus. I heard your word. And I believe your word. I believe Jesus came in the flesh. I believe he walked on the face of the earth. I believe he was crucified. I believe he died. I believe he was buried. I believe that on the third day, he was raised from the dead. Everything Jesus did, by his death, burial, resurrection, and ascension, I received today in my human spirit. I receive the finished work of the cross. I declare that I am born again. Every covenant I had with Satan, consciously or even unconsciously, I break right now. I declare that I'm a new creation. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name. Come on, celebrate His goodness. If you did